Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless uh, Gabriel and Felicity this evening. As you can see, uh, the light in the tunnel getting closer and closer, uh, getting the group back here. I miss all my brothers and sisters, especially uh, uh, ministry of the group here. I know they have a desire to be here, so looking forward to that. Let's keep on praying. Um, for the ministries here and also for continue praying for the pastor. Got some good news uh, just before at church that, you know, he's, his oxygen levels are at the highest that they've been. So um, that's a positive thing, and God bless him and uh, Sister Fane, uh, who's been, you know, they've been going through this uh, for a couple of weeks now. Um, as I mentioned before, you know, uh, it was good to see my mom really not be phased at all by this, but my my dad's the one that took the brunt of uh, a lot of this because of some uh, pneumonia that was there. But let's just keep on praying as a church uh, for all of those, for all those that are recovering for for it, um, and that you know God can put that confidence in us uh, that He's with us and that He's um, going to uh, get us through this. Amen. Uh, and just for the protection of those, everyone. Uh, why don't we pray, brothers and sisters, and ask the Lord to be with us this evening. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're so grateful for uh, this experience that we have, Lord, just to be with you. Uh, we don't take for granted any opportunity that we have, Lord, to be in your presence, Lord, and to learn more uh, about you, Father, uh, as you teach uh, us the things that we need, Father. We ask, Lord, that whatever we're going through, whatever kind of uh, obstacles that we've had, Lord, to get to this moment, Lord, that we could just push away everything, Father, and just see you uh, and only you, Jesus. Uh, we're grateful for this wonderful church that you've given us, uh, the love that you show us, Father, and we just ask that you just continue to bless us all as we're healing physically uh, and guide us spiritually, Lord, with your word this evening. We ask this in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Well, God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Uh, I uh, I miss everyone. I know we everybody here misses everyone. It's we're all scattered here, um, but we still have a responsibility, uh, and we will continue to um, uh, preach the word of God as He has given us this opportunity to do uh, these things. And also, as the worship group was worshiping God, uh, also continue to worship God and and everything. Um, but again, I'm so grateful for uh, God, for his love that he showed and his mercy that he showed us uh, with uh, our parents, uh, what they've, you know, the things that they've gone through. But um, I'm so grateful for that. And, and it just makes you appreciate uh, everything. As I mentioned before, uh, um, and it was interesting, I was walking home today um, during lunch and uh, I was looking down and I saw this very unique rock, just looked like it was a rock that was out of place. Um, and it's funny, you know, just thinking about it, but I picked it up and, um, just had a weird color to it. And, uh, and also it was shaped like it was, would have been in a Creek or something, um, in the middle of my pathway. And, um, you know, if I, I had an intent as I was walking, just, I was looking at stuff and just appreciating stuff, not thinking about struggles, stress, problems, um, and, and different things, but really just thinking about how fortunate and how blessed we are and 
and I and I picked up this rock and and I took it home and I washed it and and my daughter thought it was funny, you know, and um, and was recording me as I was describing this rock. But um, again, I um, I just I remember preaching that Pastor brought, and I don't know if he brought it during uh, the season of all the struggles that he was going through in his health with surgeries. But I remember how he talked about how he just was starting to look at things differently and appreciate things from flowers to uh, the sky and the blue sky and all this stuff that God had just really made him appreciate life. And I think that that's never a bad thing when we get to that point where we start appreciating life. Yo se diga a todos esta noche, hermanos, estoy bien agradecido lo que está haciendo Dios para nosotros y la iglesia. Extrañamos a todos que no están aquí, pero sabemos que tenemos oportunidad, como estamos viendo oyendo ahorita. Y gracias a Dios por esas cosas que ha sido aquí para poder traer la palabra de Dios a la iglesia. Estoy uh, bien agradecido también por las oraciones por el pastor y la hermana Fane. Uh, están haciendo muy, están muy bien ahorita y el pastor ha tenido el mejor um, número de, de, de respirar que ha tenido en toda esta pelea, pelea, pelea con el virus. Uh, y soy uh, bien orgulloso ahorita sabiendo que Dios está orando, pero todavía está, está luchando. Uh, todavía está bien, está bien cansado pero ya las cosas temerosas uh, están pasando estoy bien agradecido por eso y pero pido que sigamos orando uh, estaba hablando poquito con, qué interesante es cuando Dios te comienza a poner uh, diferentes cosas en, en cómo ver cosas en tu vida uh, hay veces que um, yo, yo me recuerdo una predicación que trajo el pastor que cuando estaba yendo tú uh, por muchas cosas de su salud uh, y, y pasó el cáncer, pasó just diferentes cosas que uh, el Señor uh, comenzó a, a, a enfocar su vida en cosas como un flor o, o, o el, el, los cielos, viendo el color de los cielos y estaba viendo más cosas y estaba más interesante las cosas en su vida porque tenía una uh, diferente perspectiva en la vida. Uh, y, y qué bonito es cuando llegamos en ese punto que estamos bien agradecidos, no estamos pensando siempre nomás las cosas que los falla o necesitamos, pero estamos pensando en qué bueno es Dios. What a, what a beautiful thing, brothers and sisters, that you know, as I was mentioning with Pastor, you know, when he, would, when he was going through health issues, that God started just making him look like at a flower on the ground or, or birds, even a bird. I remember there was a, 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 a hummingbird that would, would fly at his window and, and he would take a picture. He took a picture of it, a red robin that he took a picture, I believe, uh, of it. And, and it was just beautiful to see these things and, and see somebody just appreciating life because Life uh, wasn't guaranteed for him with things that he had went through. So he had a different perspective uh, into a lot of the things that he was uh, experiencing. Uh, and I think it's so powerful when we start to have a different perspective in things that we're going through. Sometimes we can find it very easy just to be a bitter person or to be a person that's always uh, looking at the half empty glass instead of the half full. 
Uh, and I think that for us as believers, the word of God uh, tries to transform us in the way we look at things. And I think this passage that we're going to start reading from is a beautiful example of that. Uh, and you start to look at it at just a little bit of a, of a history of, of Paul as he's writing here to the Philippians. Uh, you start to understand Paul's perspective and how he's going to begin to write here. Hermanos, podemos ver y, y como estaba hablando de el perspectiva de muchas cosas de nuestras vidas que muchos uh, quieren ver uh, cosas que, que están fallando y no ver las cosas que están pasando buenos en su vida. Y yo, yo creo que es importante que, que la palabra de Dios uh, y la esperanza en nuestras vidas debe cambiar como miramos cosas. Debe cambiar como estamos pensando en cosas o en personas. Y, y eso es el poder de la palabra de Dios. Y tenemos un buen ejemplo aquí que vamos a comenzar de leer eh, de Pablo aquí en, en, en el libro de Filipenses, Filipenses um, 3.12. Y es importante hermanos que entendemos las cosas que pasó Pablo para llegar a este punto de escribir esto. It's important for us to understand what Paul had went through and what point he, uh, he, was, uh, he had gotten to um, to write this passage that we're going to read here. And it's such a powerful passage. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, uh, things that can be taken from this whole passage that we're going to read from and we've, and we've seen in preachings and all this. But to understand the complete Uh, perspective that Paul was embracing here is powerful. Hay muchas cosas que podemos sacar de los uh, uh, versículos que vamos a leer, hermanos, pero para entender que Pablo tuvo, tuvo un impacto, algo tuvo un impacto en su vida para llegar uh, aquí a este momento donde Pablo va a escribir aquí en Filipenses. Uh, vamos a comenzar a, a leer aquí en, en versículo 12. Not as though I had already attained. I, I, this, this, this passage is so eloquently written. And I think that, you know, just, just let's just stay here on 12 just for a second here. And it says, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect. <laughs> I mean, just those two, you know, verses is kind of like Paul describing his His, his thought on this, and it's kind of like taking a humble approach before he gets into something that's going to be very difficult that he's going to describe here. And it says, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Now that's, to me, it's beautiful. I mean, it's, it's something I read, I've read quite a few times today. And I, every time I was reading it, it was like, man, he's like taking you on a um, vocabulary journey here, describing his, his feeling or his perspective. Hermano, me gusta como escribió aquí Pablo el versículo 12 porque explica a qué punto está en su perspectiva en lo que va a hablar. So, está escribiendo aquí en este primer versículo uh, cómo, se, cómo se está sintiendo en esta cosa que va a hablar. Y seguimos leyendo aquí. We keep on reading here in verse 13. 
Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. See, again, right there, it's a humble approach because he, he's talking about a perspective here, but he also wants to come across as, look, um, what I'm going to what I'm gonna talk about, I've struggled in this. It's been a struggle for me in this. Um, and we know that Paul had struggles. It was even he had a struggle to a point where he asked God to remove this struggle from him. And I'm really wondering if, if part of this, this thing that we're going to read here is part of that struggle. Because we can see here that it has, it has a, a weight on him. And it, he says here, I count on myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Now, right here it describes Paul's mindset. His mindset is um, that, you know, hey, I'm I'm, I'm captured by Christ, I'm apprehended by Christ, and I'm trying to apprehend this mindset. And then he describes this mindset that's so powerful when you start to look at Paul's perspective and things, and he's going to explain a little bit of that, and you actually, if you read the first 12 verses, you'll start to see what the the battle was that Paul was experiencing by other people. Believers, and some of them were not even believers in Christ, but uh, Jewish believers. Podemos ver aquí, hermanos, que Pablo comienza a explicar uh, su perspectiva, pero también podemos leer antes de estos versículos que él estaba bien, él estaba juzgado por um, gente que creía en Cristo y gente que eran judíos y no creían que Cristo ha venido, que el Mesías no ha venido. Y podemos leer aquí que Pablo está hablando porque muchos que criticaban a Pablo le criticaban porque no eras tú que, que perseguías la iglesia. Que recordaron a él, que trajeron a memoria a él que Perseguía que mataba a los que siguieban a Cristo. Y por eso es bien importante por Pablo que en su mental, su perspectiva, que pusía todo eso en un lado y como dice aquí, pero una cosa hago olvidando ciertamente lo que Queda atrás y extendiéndome a lo que está delante. I think it's powerful how he uses that term, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth, knowing that things that were behind him were, were great judgments uh, towards him. No, he was not a, uh, a, a, a drunk, a womanizing drug user, all these things that, you know, could uh, make anybody feel like justified on this. No, he was a religious person that persecuted the church, ordered the death of Stephen, and could imagine that weight and that ghost following him of maybe even Stephen. But he had this, this perspective that he had to, to put in his mindset. And, I, and we keep on reading here, verse 14. Verse 14 reads, 
I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Verse 15. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Now, I, I, I love this because Paul, you know, this, is, this, is, th- this chapter to me seems like it's a very humble approach to Paul in things because uh, I think he's feeling this burden that's, that's, that's on him, but yet he's, he's saying, look, I, I figured this thing out not to look behind but to press forward and, and I'm pressing forward because something perfect has called me to press forward. But, but if you haven't figured out that pressing forward, like he says right here, God shall reveal even this unto you because it's God that reveals that pressing forward. It comes to a point where um, what's behind has to be behind if God is showing you new things in front of you. It's a different perspective. If you can't see it, it's because God hasn't revealed it to you yet. You know, it, it's, I, I, as, a, as a parent, I have a desire for my children to see, you know, what God can do for them. You know, I, I, hear, I hear my son and my daughter here singing, and, and I hear, and I said, man, if they could only, if they only could realize the level and where God could take them. But it's God that's going to reveal that to them. I can say everything I, I want. They can be like, oh, that's just dad or, or, or whatever it is. But if God has to reveal that into their hearts. Es importante, hermanos, como estamos leyendo aquí, que como dice Pablo, que una cosa que ha dejado es ver lo que es atrás, pero alguien que es perfecto le ha llamado a algo enfrente de él. Y que si tú no estás viendo eso, que si tú estás siempre viendo lo que, estás, que estaba atrás, recordándote en cosas de, de, de ayer, es Dios que va, como dice aquí, revelar estas cosas. Y debemos hacer esto. So we must, in our mindset, be different. In our mindset, we must think differently. And be with an approach of what's in the past is in the past. I want to see and be revealed what God has for me in the future. And if we go to verse 16. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Now, this is powerful. This is powerful because this is not a statement to a sinner that has no understanding of what's been attained, but to a believer that should have this same mindset that Paul has. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. Es importante entender lo que dijo aquí, hermanos. No está hablando al pecador que no entiende lo que puede agarrar. Está hablando a alguien que debía ya agarrar esto. Y estar en el mismo mental que estaba Pablo. 
He should be, we, this person that has attained this should be at the same mindset as Paul because they have understood the sacrifice of Christ. That's, that's so beautifully written here in these verses here as Paul's perspective in, in what forgiveness and salvation is. And we keep on reading here in verse 17. Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk so as ye at, and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example. Verse eighteen. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ. Now, what's interesting here is that Paul is describing people and it breaks his heart in this description that he's describing people because these are people that could be proclaiming Christ but in the same actions denying the cross. Es importante entender aquí lo que está diciendo Pablo aquí como dice uh, porque muchos andan de los cuales os dije muchas veces y a, aún ahora lo digo llorando que son enemigos de la cruz de Cristo. Está hablando aquí no de pecadores que no, no de un pe pecador que no sabe Cristo, pero personas que deben saber de Cristo se, ha, se han hecho enemigos de, de la cruz. ¿Por qué? ¿Por qué son enemigos de la cruz? Que no están viendo delante, están siempre trayendo las cosas de ayer. No queremos ser enemigos de la cruz. Queremos ser un pueblo que entendemos el poder de la cruz, pero que seguimos los pasos de Jesús. We don't want to be enemies of the cross. And he's talking here to, to people that should have known better. This wasn't a, sin, a sinner that had no idea of Christ. This is people that understood the, 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 the sacrifice, understood that it happened, maybe didn't understand the sacrifice, but did, weren't allowing people to experience that because they were stopping it and had became enemies of the cross. And there's a lot of examples that we can see in that in life. You find yourself not allowing people to receive the mercy, the grace, and these things, this process, this beautiful process. You become an enemy of the cross. And 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 there there is a process. There is a process that people will go through and you have to journey with them in this process if it's family, loved ones, friends. You have to journey with them in this, and they're going to trip, they're going to fall, there's going to be mistakes, there's going to be lack of understanding. All these things are part of this process, but let us not make ourselves enemy of the cross and not allowing people to get to this part that Christ just magnifies himself and, and, and then reveals himself to them. 
it's so beautiful and, and so powerful. And I like how Paul is, is looking at this. And if you understand before how he was being judged by Pharisees and people and, and, and for uh, circumcisions and all these different things, and he has to declare how he was circumcised and, and people still, well, yeah, I know you were circumcised, but there are, well, how about over there when you killed, when you, you persecuted the church, now you had both sides of people that were just, and Paul's like, man, you know, that's not the, these aren't the people that called me. God's the one that called me. The perfect one called me. Pablo estaba peleando contra fariseos y también uh, personas que, que, que creían en Jesús. De todo, todo lado estaba peleando y estaba uh, uh, empujándolos diciendo, yo voy a seguir a Cristo. Él es que me reveló. Este glorioso amor de su salvación que no debo ver lo que está atrás. And I think it's powerful once we see that. And, and, and we keep on reading here in verse, in verse 19. Seguimos leyendo aquí en versículo 19, hermanos. Whose end is destruction? Whose end is destruction? Whose end is destruction? Those that are enemies of the cross. Whose God is their belly? Okay, so you, you, you can see here that it's talking about, okay, it's not talking, you know, we instantly want to go into, oh, this has not church related. These are people that are against, you know, persecuting the church. No, this is internal right now that, that Paul's describing here because this is, this is what he was experiencing from the internal. So one thing where you're dealing with uh, 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 something that's habitual, something, you know, uh, an addiction that is, you can physically see, but it's another thing when your past is chasing you and people are fueling that past. And Paul says that these people are very motivated. They, 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 they uh, have aligned themselves. And, and part of that motivation is their belly, is the enriching of See, Paul was seeing as, as, as how, how the Jews were, uh, some would align themselves with the Romans and you start to see historically or, or, or align themselves with whoever had authority, whoever was ruling over their country. And this had happened through years if you look through the Bible. Can't beat them, join them. But Paul was like, don't have that mindset. Be courageous. He was showing part of his courage here. And we keep on reading here in verse, verse 19 still. Whose God is their belly and whose glory is in their shame who mind earthly things. You see, brothers and sisters, uh, as we've heard messages even this year through this process, and this has been a process for us, and, and man, I cannot wait for our celebration out of this process, and let's pray that there is a celebration out of this process and that, and that we don't zombie-fire ourselves and get used to, 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 you know, oh, I can just always watch it on YouTube. No, sir, I, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to be here. I'm wanting to rip off all these little spacing signs, and, and I want us to, you know, Brother Gabriel was, uh, was working on some videos this week, and he, and he saw videos of brothers and sisters up here praying. We want to see that again, and we want to experience that again. And we rebuke Satan and any kind of power he thinks he has from keeping us from experiencing that again. But hopefully this time when we're experiencing it, it's even with more passion and more excitement. 
knowing that God has shown us what it is sometimes to not experience it. But we see here that we got to be very careful as believers in Christ that our belief doesn't take us to become enemies of Christ because we are so after what's here earthly that we forget what drew us to something from above that we start to look at what's here and our judgment becomes here instead of what the mercy that took us to the cross. And this is like a, a moment that we have to self-diagnose ourselves and say, okay, am I, am I too, am I, am I this, am I an enemy of the cross because of the way I, I view things and I can't allow people to come in. I can't sit by a sinner because it's just, ugh. But our precious Christ and examples in the Bible that we've seen, that's the only way that people can hear. Let us not be intimidated by what's on earth when we should be in different places and God should have taken us to different places, celestial places. Es importante, hermanos, que nuestra perspectiva no está aquí en la tierra, pero está con el Señor en, en los cielos. No siendo un enemigo de la cruz porque estamos viendo cosas con nuestros ojos físicas, no viendo como Dios vie, vio a nosotros con algo espíritu, algo uh, uh, que, que Él vio que se iba a llevar tiempo, pero nosotros instantáneamente estamos viendo a alguien diciendo, ah, yo te dije, no lo iba a hacer. Y no es Cristo, no así. Cristo siempre extendiendo su mano con misericordia, con amor, edificando personas. Eso duele cuando te está edificando, cuando te está... No, di, no dije que iba a estar suave, que es bien. Él va a hablar en puntos que va a doler. Christ is beautiful in how he works. Christ is beautiful on how he describes the process, but we got to allow this process to be guided with mercy and love, but also with the edification that he comes with his word. His word's going to hurt. It, it, the realization that we still are failing in things, it hurts. These things hurt, but they've got to hurt to know that we still can feel. The moment they stop hurting is the moment we stop caring about them. But that moment that, that we realize that this hurt, this pain is going to be our eventual gain is the exciting part. And I, and, and, and I ask God for that revelation always in us. Amen. Verse, verse 20 here. For our conversation is in heaven. From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So if, if, if I'm thinking, if I'm thinking in conversations that are heavenly, if, I, if I'm looking at someone and, and I, I don't have an earthly type of mindset, I, I converse with people earthly all the time. It's not like I'm always heavenly talking to people. I have to deal with people that I have to talk with them earthly. But when it comes to this form of introducing Christ, I got to push away earthly things and my conversation has to be 
from what's above. I cannot have a mix of earthly with that when I'm describing God's perfect love. I got to eliminate all that's there that wouldn't allow somebody to understand or be revealed by God. It's precious thing. And there's been a lot of damage in, 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 in religion. There's been a lot of damage and, 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 and we've seen and we've heard stories from examples from pastor where there's been a lot of damage. You know, people just didn't know how to, how to swing a sword. God help us. Because it's, it's a beautiful thing as Paul describes here to be called by God. But it's another thing to, 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 to fulfill what he's called you for and not allow the earthly to pull you. And I, and I love hearing, you know, people, there's people that will shame you with the goodness and how God's called them and just to be in life and, and how they spread this light and the salt and how they salt God, you know, God's word out and good deeds. I'm amazed and I'm, I'm emotional when I hear some of these things and, I, and I'm just, and, and I love this. But God says, okay, now what are you going to do? Are you going to just be a spectator or are you going to get in it? Qué bonito, hermanos, como está hablando aquí Pablo que su uh, uh, conversión en las, los hijos de donde también esperamos, no, 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 no lo dice como lo dice en inglés, pero como está hablando Pablo, no es de algo de aquí, pero algo de los cielos de Jesucristo mismo. Es importante entender lo que está diciendo ahí. Porque muchas veces... Uh, estamos uh, tratando con muchas personas en la carne porque estamos en la carne estamos hablando de compras con alguien estamos hablando en pagando algo en el teléfono y estamos en la carne porque estamos en la carne en cosas que estamos haciendo pero cuando llegan las, las cosas de, del Señor debemos a separarnos de la carne Debemos siempre tener un intento de separarnos para poder hablar y no ser enemigos de la cruz. No ser prontos para juzgar. Espacios para hablar. It's so important for us not to be quick to judge or to talk. But just be ready to see what God's going to show you in the process. It's exciting when God shows you something in the process. You thought this process was for that person, but this process becomes for you, showing you that God's still God. And hallelujah to that. And it's good that God is still God, amen. Verse 21, who shall change our vile body? Woo! After all this that Paul's talking about, you know, he comes to a, a point saying, who is, I don't want to be an enemy of the cross because I have the understanding on who this person is, but I'm going to ask this question to see if, if you've learned something in this process. Who can change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto this glorious body according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself? It is God. 
It is the power of God who has changed this body. Me gusta como dice aquí, el cual transformó el cuerpo de nuestra bajeza para ser semejante al cuerpo de su gloria. Pero tiene una pregunta aquí, tiene una pregunta como, ¿quién puede cambiar esta bajeza? Nomás es Cristo. Nomás es Cristo que puede cambiar todo esto de maldad que hemos en los años hemos pasado porque estando aquí. Él es quien lava los, nuestros pecados. Quien sana nuestras enfermedades. It is Christ that washes us from being in this dusty, filthy place. It is him who heals us. And to not be an enemy of the cross is to have an understanding and a perspective and to look at something and not see that person as not being able to attain his love and his mercy, but to see that person as someone that just needs to be revealed his love and his mercy. Help me to be that person to draw somebody towards Christ and not be an enemy of the cross and push them away. Isaiah 43:18 Isaiah writes here remember ye not the former things neither consider the old thing the things of old no os acordéis de las cosas pasadas ni traigáis a memoria las cosas antiguas se se oye mucho como estaba hablando Pablo It sounds a lot like what Paul's saying here. The prophet Isaiah wrote many years before Paul. And why does it sound the same? Because we read the next verse here, verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. He aquí que yo hago cosa nueva, presto saldrá a luz. ¿No lo sabéis? Otra vez pondré camino en el desierto y ríos en la soledad. It sounded the same. Why? Because it was Christ speaking this through the prophet. It was the same Christ that was speaking to Paul. Se oía el mismo, ¿por qué? Porque era el mismo Cristo hablando con el profeta que escribió esto, las mismas palabras que dijo, dijo Pablo. Tan importante entender esto, hermanos. Y en puntos cuando está cambiando cosas y se siente y cosas alrededor de nosotros no son normales. Que, que se está sentiendo algo que nuestra perspectiva es diferente. Y que, que el país que vivimos y que esto y que siempre esto está pasando y nada me va bien. Debemos haber enfrente de nosotros el poder de Dios. Sabiendo que ya. Y es atrás, es atrás. 
you know, we could be bitter people, always complaining and nothing going right. I feel like this. I feel like that. And, you know, this year and how am I going to do this and how this and you're already looking in the past because the past is already these are past things that have happened that have influenced you. But the moment you start looking in the future, you know, God's got solutions and answers. benefit we have is that we have him in our lives. Que bonito es Dios que tenemos a él como capitán, como rey. How beautiful it is that we have Christ as our captain, as our king guiding us. If we turn to 1 John 1, 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Esto es importante, hermanos, como dice aquí. Si confesamos nuestros pecados, él es fiel y justo para que nos perdone nuestros pecados y nos limpie de toda maldad. Es importante, hermanos, que nos humillamos entendiendo que cosas van a pasar pero no negamos el poder del de perdón y que no los ponemos enemigos de la cruz it's important that we understand the power of the cross and not become enemies of the cross by forgetting forgiveness and to experience forgiveness sometimes we come to a point where we have got to you know, reveal things, things that happen. Struggles that we still have. You know, I, I've heard pastor mention this and there's nobody better than him that has experience in this, but it's just like going to a doctor knowing you need to see a doctor. But when you get there and he asks you, okay, how are you doing? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm going to convince you I'm fine because I don't want you to think anything different. Then why go to the doctor? Why waste your time and why waste his time? The moment when you say, you know what, I'm, Doc, I'm not feeling good at times. And these are, the, these are some of the symptoms of it. And I have a better chance of actually getting something back from this doctor instead of making him investigate things or think of things. So when we find ourselves in this tug of war of trying to make everybody around us feel that we are okay when we're not okay, then we miss out on this verse here. We miss out on the opportunity to receive this precious forgiveness from Christ and things that could so easily be forgiven. Galatians 2.20. Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Powerful statement by Paul here. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, how beautiful it's written there, right? It's like, look, it's like, I'm going to, this is all grade levels in the same room here. Uh, grade levels in, in the things of, of, of Christ there. Because look at, look at how he describes this here. He goes, I am crucified with Christ, right? And people are like in grade kindergarten here, like, no, you're not. You're still alive. You're talking. Christ is dead. Because Christ was crucified, he was dead. But he says here, look, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, 
And he described this, I'm crucified, yet I'm talking to you because I'm alive, but it's not I that is alive here. But Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Con Cristo estoy juntamente crucificado. Y vivo no ya yo, mas vive Cristo en mí. Y lo que ahora vivo en la carne lo vivo. En la fe del Hijo de, de Dios, el cual me amó y se entregó a sí mismo por mí. Ya Pablo crucificado no se quedó en la cruz, pero siguió como Cristo siguió. Resucitó con Cristo y a, ahora no importando que estaba en la carne, estaba, era un nuevo Pablo hablando, un nuevo perspectiva. You see, Paul here describes the process of what had him with the new perspective in Philippians that people were trying to draw him back to the dead person but he's saying no because see I have resurrected with Christ and now Christ is in me and what happened in the past is no longer there because I'm being guided by somebody that moves forward not somebody that looks to what's behind them And it's beautiful when we hear Paul say these things and, and we understand these things. Qué bonito es cuando entendemos la perspectiva de Pablo aquí hablando que pasó cosas, Pablo. No era perfecto. Juzgó mal. Persiguió la iglesia, pero... Tenía mucho, muchas cosas que como Pedro y como personas que le fallaron a Cristo. A, 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 ni, ni sabía Cristo Pablo, pero alguien como Pedro que lo falló, lo negó, negó a, a Cristo. Ellos ya no querían ver esas cosas. ¿Por qué? Porque experimentaron una misericordia de Cristo que, y una esperanza de Cristo que los dejó que ver que era en el frente, no que estaba atrás. See, Christ is so precious and beautiful that we see examples here in Paul and Peter. And Peter, we could say, might have felt Christ worse than Paul because Peter, you know, saw Christ and saw all these things and still denied him where Paul persecuted not knowing Christ until he was revealed who Christ was. But Paul still had this burden that his perspective had to be different or these ghosts would haunt him. And we see how eloquently he writes here even in Galatians. This new mindset, this new being that he was. If we turn to Hebrews 12, 1, 2. Therefore, since, there, wherefore seeing we also are compassed 
about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight (laughs) and the sin which doeth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. (laughs) Por tanto, nosotros también teniendo en derredor nuestro una tan grande nube de de testigos, dejando todo el peso del pecado que nos rodea, corramos con paciencia la carrera que nos es propuesta. It's beautiful, again, perspective of Paul, and we see Paul writing this, knowing that he had burdens, knowing that he was going through things, but yet he writes this, this, like I said, this, this map of how he feels about what he's doing and how he's following Christ, knowing that this race that he's running is such a great race because the weight of it, the witnesses that were involved in this, so powerful even to reveal to him someone that counts himself so unworthy. But yet God made him worthy. Verse 2 we read, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Puestos los ojos en el autor y consumador de la fe, en Jesús, el cual habiéndole sido propuesto gozo, sufrió la cruz, menospreciando la vergüenza y sentóse a la diestra del trono de, de Dios. The author, the finisher, el autor y consumador de la fe, of the faith. There's times when we don't understand and we can't even comprehend how a God could love us when we feel we're unlovable by how we are and how we see ourselves, but we don't see ourselves like the way he sees us. He hasn't revealed to us yet. Once we can shake these things off and put away excuses and engage ourselves in the power of his love and his mercy, man, there's things that will happen. There's things that can, like Paul's scales that were pushed off of him so he could see Christ, things get pushed off of us so we can see Christ. Such a wonderful and loving God we have that we serve. A merciful God. Qué bonito, hermanos, cuando ya no estamos habiendo cosas con nuestros ojos o con los escalos que tenía Pablo, que Dios uh, quitó para él podía, podía ver preciosamente la misericordia de Cristo, el amor de Cristo. Qué impacto tuvo en Pablo. Él estaba siguiendo a alguien con un mental de matar. Pero vio el amor que comenzó a escribir. 
tan bonitos versículos, cartas, porque tuvo tanto de ser agradecido. Had so much to be grateful for Paul, for the mercy that Christ had shown him. And we do, and our perspective should be different always when we understand and we see things through the eyes that God gives us and how we see things with a new lens. Those are my words for this evening, brothers and sisters. I pray that God is blessing you and continues to work in your life and everything. That you desire, let it be a desire first that you can be revealed these things that Paul speaks of that we can see these things more in, in days that are getting darker and, and days that seem that there's no hope. That we can have this hope in Christ and that God can reveal himself to you. I ask that we pray right now and we ask God to bless these words in the homes that they were heard. I will never take for granted the words that reached our home one day and our father that changed his life from simple words of saying that God loves you and God does love you. God loved you so much that he gave everything for you. And it's hard for us to understand this type of love. This love as what was mentioned before, reckless, it seems like, that just abandoned every type of thought and went after us. But it's this love that now can cradle us in times that we feel alone. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we are so grateful for this love, Father, that you have for us. This mercy that you've given us, Jesus. I ask that you bless all my brothers and sisters, those that are listening, Lord, for the first time they could be listening to your precious word, Lord. I ask, Lord, that you just open Open up their eyes, Lord, to see you, Father, for your goodness, Lord. Not to see the things that are around them, the evil that's around them, and, and, and compare that to who you are, Jesus. As this world pushes itself further and further away from you, Father. Your love comes after us, Lord. Through your words, Father. We're grateful for the example that you've left with Paul, Lord, and all the other apostles and prophets in the Bible, Lord. I ask, Father, that you just bless these precious words that have come, Father, from your Bible, from your word, Jesus, and that you penetrate hearts this evening, Father, and that you just change the way we live, Father, and the way we think of things. Bless us, Father, and protect us, protect our families, Watch over us, Lord, as we respect all those that are around us, Lord, and we continue to want to be guided by you, Father. Yes, it's all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus. Amen. And God bless everyone. Thank you all for tuning in. And we will see you, God willing, this Friday in prayer service on YouTube and on the radio. God bless you.